0: Hi everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Poor Little Brain. My name is Nat and I'm your host. Today's episode is the second episode of the new series, the transfer series, where successful transfer students share their stories, experiences and tips. Today, I am joined by Hannah, a Yale University student who will share her insight on the transfer process. Learn about why Hannah chose Yale, financial aid as a transfer, adjusting to a new campus, social life and more. As always, be sure to check the description of this podcast for more information. The Google Doc is now live with resources discussed in this episode, as well as those from previous ones. Hannah, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: So hello, everybody. My name is Hannah. Um, Like Natalia said, I'm a student at Yale. I'm in my third year of college, but because of the way that my credits have transferred over. I'm currently a sophomore and next semester I'll be a junior. So I'll be staying here an extra semester.
0: Awesome. And now that you bring that up, why don't you kind of talk about that? Was that something that you were worried about um, when you were transferring? Were you, I know some people don't mind and I think, you know, that kind of makes sense. You want to be at your new school as much as possible. So, you know, taking an extra year um, is, is not a problem for some people, but why don't you talk about that experience um, and your your transfer credits and things like that and why you were bumped down uh, a year
1: yeah so um when i originally applied you know i thought i was only going to be staying here for two years like that was my intention to stay here for two years and then right after that go into law school but when i had my uh, credits transferred over a lot of the classes that i had such as like my um my sociology classes, they don't have those classes at Yale. So it ended up not transferring over, but most of my classes I did get credit for. But because of those classes and the classes that I took for um, AP credit when I was in high school, those didn't transfer over either. And so that is why I was like one unit away from being declared a junior. But um, as I was like talking to my dean about it, and you know, whether or not I should be taking courses over the summer in order to like put myself up to be a junior, I realized that it is better to stay here that extra semester, especially now because of the pandemic. You know, I don't really get to experience Yale as other students have in the past. And so I think staying here that extra semester would, 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 would be something really great, especially because of the resources that um, Yale would provide for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that ends up working out in the end where this is, you know, this semester that we're in now that like you just mentioned, you don't really get to experience and you'll experience in that extra semester that you're going to, you know, have to take anyway. So it ends up working out. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So kind of bringing it back, why don't you talk about you in high school? How were you as a student? Did you apply to you know, colleges or did you just go straight to community college? Why did you choose community college and all those things?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so when I was in high school, um, so I ended up going, I went to two high schools, and it was my junior years when I transferred over, so that was already like a new environment, and at that time, like, students try to start thinking, like, where they want to go, you know, for college and everything, and so that was the boat that I was in, and, you know, I didn't know that much about applying to universities, especially because my older sister, uh, she really only applied to the Cal State, but I was looking more into like private universities and I didn't even know like where to start or like what I should be doing. I was listening to the advice of like other students and teachers and it was basically them telling me where I should be applying because I, you know, I I had no idea what to do. And so, you know, I didn't even know about like the CSS profile or like what, like which colleges I should be applying to, like what I should be looking specifically in them. I'm just like, well, the name sounds good. So it must be like a good school. But um, so I ended up applying to like nine colleges. And because I didn't do that CSS profile, I ended up getting like nothing for financial aid. And so, you know, there was no way that I wanted to accumulate so much debt Especially because I plan on going to law school in the future. And so um, my school actually partnered with a community college where we would get two years free uh, for our general education. And so, you know, I thought that was like the best thing that I could do. I mean, two years free, like, (laughs) I did not want to pass that up. And so I ended up going to community college. It ended up being the Best two uh, years of my life so far. Um, there were an abundant abundance of resources that I never knew community colleges had. And it was just a great experience overall, connecting with the professors and the students, especially because the classes were so small. So they kind of were like seminars that you have at these larger universities where you're able to really foster those relationships. And so, yeah, it was a great experience and I highly recommend going to community college.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, you sharing your experiences about community college is so important because we all know that there's a stigma around community college that you know, for some reason is, is there and and really prevents students from going to community college because it may seem like, you know, that's where people who don't know what they want to do go. That's where people who have no other choice go, where students have no other choice to go. Um, so it's really important to highlight that there's so many cool and amazing opportunities that you can find at a community college that you could find at a four-year, at a top four-year like Yale or at a, you know, state a state school like where I'm at. Um, and I think it just really comes down to how you kind of emerge yourself in the community and in the environment. And I'm sure that if you really try and you really seek out those opportunities, you can find them at community college. So kind of on that topic, why don't you touch on a few opportunities or a few maybe classes or professors um, and those things that you encountered in community college that really you know helped you foster, like you mentioned, those relationships, helped you get opportunities, maybe leadership roles?
1: Yeah, so one of the things that I participated in was this program called the Scholars Honors Program. And so it, what it does it provide students um, the opportunity to have more challenging classes, because each class you're required to do a research paper between like 10 to 12 pages. And so that helped me a lot in you know my writing and just my um, critical thinking skills. And I really benefited from that. And through the Scholars Honors Program, you know, there's only a select number of students that are able to join. So I think. You know, a lot of them we shared a lot of the same goals, and so I think that also really helped me because you know it's people that I was I was able to relate to. We were help we were able to help each other you know through the transfer application process and through you know whatever it was that we were going through. And through the Scholars Honors Program, I ended up doing uh, two undergraduate research conferences. One was the National Conference of Undergraduate Research, and the Southern California Conference of Undergraduate Research and I feel like if I were to go to Yale I probably would have not have participated in any because I you know that um, yeah I've tried to research into Yale but they have a lot of their own research conferences Um, this the one that I did uh, it was a great opportunity you know especially because I was a community college student and most students that were there were already at four-year university so that so those two conferences were, were great experiences. And then there was also a study abroad program. And it was actually the first year that they decided to do a study abroad program for my community college, which was great. And we went to Florence, Italy. I, started, I studied art history. Uh, that was amazing. I wish I could go back, but you know, with COVID right now, it's not a possibility, but maybe in the future. But yeah, those were just a, a few of the opportunities that I uh, took advantage of when I was there.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I don't think I've ever heard of a community college student, um, study abroad, but that's, it's really great to know that you see those opportunities are available. And I think it's, it's common me. I, I, I think of myself as someone who's, you know, a little bit knowledgeable or knowledge on, um, on community college and what they offer and and those type of schools. And I didn't even hear about um, study abroad programs. So, you know, there's always things that are hidden within community colleges. And it's really awesome. You can get, you know, a study abroad opportunity at a four year or you can get it at a community college. You can join an honors program at a four year or at a community college. There's there's just so many uh, similarities between that. So it's really, again, important to emphasize that so many great things can come out of going to community college and like you mentioned earlier it was the best thing that you could have done and when Hannah and I spoke before we we recorded this she said you know I would choose doing community college first and then going to Yale because there's just so many amazing opportunities that were created there that maybe you know otherwise would have not happened at Yale and with the whole you know research thing that you mentioned I kind of feel the same way and I am at a four-year not you know a top four-year but at a four-year regardless and I feel like if I would have been at a more competitive school, higher caliber or whatnot, I don't think I would have been able to get the research opportunity that I have now. So it's always good to, you know, understand that there are those opportunities available and they might even be more readily accessible for community college students because the net is just, you know, a little bit bigger. Um, So obviously, you know, community college comes to an end, unfortunately, and you have to start applying to colleges, start thinking about where you want to apply. So why don't you talk about that process? Um, When did you start preparing to apply? How did you kind of create a college list um, and, you know, hone in on a few schools that you really wanted to apply to? How did you factor in
1: financial aid and all those things? So I actually started looking into colleges probably my first semester of community college, uh, because you know I had to plan out which classes I wanted to take and see, uh, like for UC specifically, that was those were the colleges I was looking at first the, for the University of California, and. Um, there are certain classes that you have to take in order to get credit for because you have to have 60 units. And so that was what I based off. That's what I based my, um, my whole academic agenda off of, especially because with private colleges, we don't have articulation agreements with them. So, you know, it was harder to determine which classes to take. But, yeah, you know, my first semester, I met with my counselors and we were planning out which classes I wanted. And it helped too, because I already knew which major that I wanted to major in. But um, regardless, or regardless of someone already knows their major, you know, it's still... You know, you could still go ahead and take classes, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You could you still have time to decide. But so when I started that semester, I also started looking into different colleges I wanted to apply to. So the UCs, of course, because I am from California and I'm familiar with that system. And then there were also the colleges that I had applied to when I was in high school that I got rejected from, that were some of my dream colleges. So I applied to those, but um, what was different this time when I was in community college, and I was researching for into these u- different universities, I was looking specifically at like what it is that I want to use from those um, universities. Like, what resource would be able to help me, and you know, what can I give to the university as well? Because I think you know, when I was in high school, like I said earlier, I didn't really know anything about the colleges. I didn't know what resources it could offer, but. But um, you know, in community college hearing like these professors and these counselors who have walked through students th- through students through their whole transfer application process says it helped me a lot in figuring out what it is that I want to do and, like how to plan everything out. So they were a big help in my um, transfer application process. Um, and so I ended up applying to you know nine schools again, and this time you know I knew what I wanted to get out of a college, and I knew wh- which resources I wanted to employ, and so that is what I focused my um, my whole college like research on, and in the whole transportation, transfer application process. And in terms of like writing essays, I started that this summer, before the summer before um my last year of community college and so because for the ucs their applications were due in november and it requires like four essays about like 350 words i believe um and so um you know, when I was doing the transfer application process, it was both emotionally and academically demanding. And the reason that I say emotionally is because for me, at least it took a longer time to decide what it is that I wanted to write about, like what story that I wanted to tell and which um, traits that I wanted these readers to see that I possessed. And so, you know, it took a lot of like, a lot of personal reflection to see what it is that i you know i wanted to put down on this paper because you know i only get one more chance to to go ahead and transfer to a four year university so there was a lot of personal reflection a lot of going to office hours with my professors i was probably like my English professor that I had my first semester there, um, I, I was probably in his office like every every single week trying to like do all these essays because I was, I was applying to like nine universities and most of them were private. So that like increased the number of essays that I had to do. And so, yeah, there was that emotional aspect and then the academic wise, you know, writing these essays um, for my last year at community college is basically taking on another course because it requires so much work and dedication, you know, trying to craft, you know, that perfect, uh, essay. And so, uh, yeah, it took, it took a lot, but I mean, it, it, paid off, you know, um, and yeah. And then I think also, um, one thing to note too, is like through the transfer application process, you have to like, make sure that you're organized with all of the paperwork that you have to do because for private schools, for an example, they have like transfer midterm reports. You have to get the post-secondary and high school transcripts. And there's just a lot of other documents that you have to um, get in order to apply to the school. So yeah, those were some of the few things that I had to go through through the transfer application process.
0: Yeah, and someone who's um, applying for you know transfer now I can definitely agree with everything that you're saying that it's it's pretty much adding like another upper division course to your schedule because like you mentioned it demands so much from you you have to get all these paperwork and you have to you know contact your high school so that you can get the transcripts and you have to reach out to an advisor so they can fill out you know some common app papers and and then of course focusing on the essay and there comes a point where I have like a google doc of like 17 different essays and I don't have 17 different topics to talk about so it becomes you know trivial to okay like what am I going to really focus on in this essay I need to highlight you know different traits and like you mentioned i need to explain myself and you know in a different light for each essay so that you know everything that I want um, about myself to be shown to the admission officers is shown so definitely it's a lot of work but like you mentioned it, it paid off for you so that's you know really incredible and that's obviously the goal but but yeah it's definitely a lot of hard work and having you know extracurriculars if you have a job if you know a full-time student course work is is, it's really really difficult so I commend anyone who you know does that and goes through that process um because it does take a long time and and I think that that you know I think admissions officers and, and schools see that because especially you know that you're you're a student you're doing so many things and they see that okay this student is really you know adding this to their course load and adding an extra task for them to do which for a community college student it's it's required because you know you need to go somewhere to a four year but for someone that's at a four year that they don't you know they don't feel compelled to have to leave um because they they have to it it shows i think you know in my opinion and i could be wrong but it shows that you know the student is really putting in a lot of effort to reapply all over again and show the school that they're really interested and that they're really seeking a different environment for whatever reason. Maybe it's academic, maybe it's social, a mix of both. So yeah, it's it's a really intense process, but it's, it's fun. And I think you get to, you know, like you said, there's a lot of reflection. So you get to learn more about yourself um, as you go. So now that you're at Yale, why don't you talk about you know financial aid like you mentioned earlier that was a big part of why you didn't go to a four-year right out of high school because you didn't apply for the css profile and you weren't you know granted any financial aid so why don't you talk about financial aid as a transfer specifically at yale and how you kind of navigated those waters and made sure that you were given the best financial aid package so you could attend yale
1: yeah so for financial aid um When I got the letter from my financial aid, when I first got accepted, it basically, it wasn't as much as I hoped it would be. But it was better than what the other schools were giving me. So, of course, you know, I've, I chose to go here for one. For, um, and one of the reasons was because of financial aid. But once I got here, I've talked to my transfer counselor and she told me that in the past, what she would do, she would, would, she would appeal her financial aid so that way she could get more. And so that is something that I did. And, um, you know, I just explained my situation with FAFSA and, you know, with whatever it is that I had going on at home and so um, it took a while for them to uh, make those changes on my financial aid report Um, it took probably like I would say like two to three weeks I wasn't expecting it to take that long but because it was a committee that has to like read over your explanation and like look at your um, records they you know it took a while and so um, you know, as I was waiting for that to appeal, I was also applying for loans, unsubsidized and subsidized loans, and even like the Parent PLUS loan. Um, and, you know, it, it took a while to get those um, situated, too, just because there were so many students. And I think especially given the pandemic, everything was like all over the place. Um, so, you know, it took quite a while, um, it wasn't until like last month that I finally got an official like financial aid report with all of the changes reflected and with all of the, uh, with my loans included in it as well. So, but, um, even though it took a while, it, it was worth the wait because, you know, it was significantly lower than what they had originally gave me. So, um, that was, that that was really good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And I think a lot of people don't know that appealing a financial aid package or award or decision is is very possible and can be done really anywhere. I personally did it last uh, semester when my FAFSA was not reflective of, you know, my situation at home. So it's really important that, you know, students understand that you can really appeal. I don't know how Yale works, but at my school, there's a dedicated, you know, link at a website where you can just tell you, you have to turn in this, this, and this. Obviously, like you said, it's A really long process you have to get like tons of paperwork and and send in additional things maybe even you know i had to write a letter as well explaining why it was that i was demanding this you know change in my in my financial aid letter and and whatnot but it's definitely possible and something that you know I'm sure Hannah you can agree with this that you anyone that needs it should take advantage of because you know the no is always there and I think this also you know goes for just applying the no is always going to be there so you might as well you know do it sure it's going to take you a little bit you know it's, it's a little annoying to get all those things done but you never know you know maybe you can like you say have a really way better financial aid package than you did before and have to take out less loans and you know that's that's always um really great so definitely try that out if you can and, and try to appeal any financial aid package that you get, and you never know. Um, so I think one of the last questions and the most important one is, how are you doing at Yale? Especially, you know, you transferred during a very odd time in the middle of a you know pandemic and a global health crisis. So very strange times. But talk to us about how Yale has helped or has not helped with transitioning uh, COVID, allowing you to go on campus since you are on campus and. You know are there any social events maybe you know obviously so um covid friendly or maybe are things happening online how are your classes talk about your experience at yale so far obviously it's not you know the same as maybe a traditional transfer that would have not you know come to yale as a you know in a global health uh pandemic but talk about your experiences so far and and how you've been loving or maybe not loving i hope not but uh, <laughs> loving yale
1: yeah so when i first came here um so i so okay so since i'm a sophomore or the school considers me a sophomore right now um i'm housed with the other sophomores in one building but because of the way that they uh, planned out the academic year it's only a select few number of sophomores that are allowed here so there's very little of us and um You know, when I I didn't know what to expect when I came here, especially given the situation that we're in right now. Uh, You know, I couldn't go and like tour the whole campus. I didn't, I I knew nothing about the campus before coming here. I just knew I had to go to my dorm and like stay in there, quarantine for two weeks. And then, you know, then I would be free to go ahead and explore. But uh, one of the things that um, I wish that the school helped me more with was Like knowing where everything was located because I just went into my dorm. You know, I didn't know where the washer, washers and dryers were. I didn't know where to do my clothes. Um, I didn't know how, like which build, like how the buildings were laid out. Um, I knew the emergency exits because there's like a little map on my door. But that was probably the most that I knew about um, the campus. And uh, so when I. You know i would talk to like other students and i would ask them like do you know where like all of this is and, you know a lot of the transfer students or basically all of them that i've asked they were like no I, I don't know where any of that is either and so you know it took a while like learning where everything was and it would have been really beneficial if the school would have like told us that before and i know like with freshmen you know they're of course given all those resources they're told where everything is and they have a lot more people I feel like to go to but because I was a transfer student I feel like those resources were um limited somewhat and so that's something I wish the school um did help me with more um but um you know, through this like transfer process it was like tough in the beginning of course to adjust to everything because you know, it's it's a new environment. It's not something that I'm used to, especially being like on the opposite coast of where my family and my friends are and, you know, not knowing really anyone here or like what, you know, this community is. But, um, you know, as I've explored, you know, the campus and just the New Haven community in general, you know, I got a greater sense, a greater knowledge of like what it is to be here, and I've enjoyed it here so far, especially with my classes and the um, my cohort that I'm a part of. And so, for my classes, um, you know, I wasn't accustomed to the workload that you know that is set forward, especially with all the readings. That was something that I definitely was not used to at community college. I had probably, like, for one class, I probably had 100 pages to read, like, per week. And that was something I definitely was not used to. I would probably read, like, 70 pages within, like, two weeks before. And so I was like, okay, I really gotta, like, keep up on my reading and stuff. And so, um, and then, yeah the first four weeks was just a lot of me trying to figuring out like what my rhythm was going to be how i'm going to like do my work but since then you know it has gotten easier you know and i i find myself having more free time which is great you know i'm not constantly thinking about oh like do i have to do this for homework do i have to do that and in terms of like social groups you know everything is on zoom so (laughs) that's kind of um I consume fatigue, especially just looking online like 24/7. I have I have my classes online, then I do my homework online, so like it gets tiring, it's like exhausting. But you know, whenever I can, I always try going outside. You know, going for runs. Uh, you know, just doing anything that I really can to just stay away from technology or anything like that. Um, And uh, one thing I wanted to know, like within like the transfer process that, you know, took me no while to um, to like get accustomed to or like to adapt to was like my mental health, because, you know, that's a big thing. I feel like we don't talk about a lot, especially like coming as a transfer student, because there were times where I felt like like do I belong here it's like why, why am I here like everyone knows what they're doing like they sound so smart and then there's me like I'm so lost like I didn't know how to write a response paper before being here and so I was like trying to like tackle that I would go to like my TA's office hours trying to like figure out what I what it is that I had to do but uh, you know I, I found that to be really helpful in my personal growth because you know it made me realize it's like you know what my worth is and that you know I am capable of doing what other students are able to do here. You know, there's a reason that I'm here. And and so yeah, so that's how it's been um, so far. I mean, I I've really enjoyed it. I um I have to leave in like two weeks, uh, to go back to California. I mean, I, I'm really gonna miss it here. I'm coming back next semester, but I wish I could stay here longer, especially because of the weather. It's cold, and I I prefer the cold over the heat. So um, so yeah, that's that's how it's been so far. It's been great so far, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, and you bring up some really, you know, great points. The first one being that it's it's important to talk about the the things that universities aren't doing or aren't doing correctly or aren't doing enough, you know, to help out their students and I think that a lot of people tend to bypass that and just say, "Oh, you know, Yale is great because XYZ and there's nothing wrong with Yale," but there is, you know, there is in every institution, and the best ones and the worst ones. There's there's always issues that can, you know, the university can work on to, to better for the students. So I think it's really great that you mentioned that and hopefully, you know, Yale um, fixes it so that uh, transfers have a more, you know, seamless process um, into transitioning to the school and whatnot. So that's important. Mental health is also super important and kind of that imposter syndrome that you bring up. Um, but I think, you know, With time, things get better and with time, like you said, you found a rhythm and you were able to, you know, get adjusted. But at the beginning, of course, it's going to be very tough, um, especially like you said, when you're on the other side um, and you have, you know, no family and not, you know, the the tightest knit of, of friends. So doing all of that and getting adjusted to that social life, balancing school, it is really difficult. So... I commend you for, you know, getting all of that and, and now, you know, having free time, which is really great. You were able to, you know, create a routine that works for you and, and ensures that you get your work done, you get it done right, but you also have time to relax because, you know, that's that's really important too. And like you said, the zoom fatigue is real. So having time to go outside, take a walk and the nice, you know, New Haven weather is is super important. So that's really great i'm really glad that you're enjoying your time at yale and unfortunately it has to come to an end but it'll be you know january we'll we'll be back um but yeah i don't know if you have any you know parting words for the episode if you want to have or want to say any last minute you know tips or tricks for those that are in the process of applying for transfer or that are looking you know to apply to transfer in a few years maybe
1: yeah so um you know if you are looking to Uh, To transfer or maybe to go to community college and then transfer or you know Whichever your situation is I would say don't ever limit yourself to what you can do because I know There's times where you know students will think like can I really do this like am I capable like well? What if I get rejected if I go to that school and you know, there's that you know that fear of rejection really um, limits people I feel sometimes and I know that um, that was I, that was something that I had to go through in order to, you know, move on from like high school and to go to where I am now. Um, so I think, yeah, just recognize like your worth and your, you know, you can do anything that you set your mind to, you know, as long as you're passionate and you persevere, you can get anything done as long as you stay focused and, you know, you persevere through everything that, you know, you go through. So, um, yeah, like don't don't ever limit yourself to the possibilities of what can happen because like for me, like I kept telling myself like, you know, I'm not gonna get into Yale, there's no way I'm gonna get in, like I'm not good enough, but I mean, <laughs> I'm here now. So, you know, that it proved, you know, my whole like conscious wrong, you know, cause really everything is it's just all in your head really. And that's something that I feel like needs to be overcome. Because you know you get stronger from overcoming that, and so yeah, don't um, fear rejection. Rejection is a part of life, no matter what. There's gonna be a time where you get rejected. You know, unfortunately, we're not all perfect, but you know, through um, the obstacles that we face, that helps us build our character and build ourselves, and really brings us into like the next stage of our life. And, you know, through like all the bad stuff, you also need to find the good within it because there really is so much good with within everything. You know, you just have to be able to look at stuff from a different perspective. So yeah, and if you are transferring, I wish you the best of luck and I hope you get into the school of your dreams.
0: Thank you so much, Hannah, for coming on and and taking some time out of your day to chat and really share some insightful information that will for sure help everyone listening. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, I appreciate it. And I will be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you.